Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Jerry Palm is our college football insider from CBSSports.com, and he's here to talk about everything from the rankings to the big games this week. How you doing, Jerry? I'm all right. How are you? I'm well. So uh, let me ask you first. Um, we were talking before about uh, Tagovailoa's uh, hip. And, you know, you break your hip socket, whatever, you have surgery. People say, oh, he's young. You know, uh, he'll heal in, in six to ten weeks. He'll be good to go. It's like it never happened. You know, when you, I've had my kid break his leg and uh, I've had – I broke my hand. My point was is that when I broke my hand in five places, it's never been the same, ever. I still play basketball seven days a week, but my hand has never been the same. I can't close a fist it's never, never been better. And so I just do not believe for one minute that that kid can break his hip and just be good to go and be some number one draft pick and be a top first-round draft pick even. I don't believe that for a minute anymore. You can't tell me that these NFL executives aren't worried about his hip for the future. Well, I'm sure they are. Uh, but I – gosh, I'm no doctor. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what he's going to be like. I don't know how well he'll recover. Uh, everything that's been said is that his prognosis for a, a full recovery is good, but does that mean he'll be as good a runner as before? Well, maybe not. And that doesn't necessarily mean he can't play quarterback in the NFL. It's, but that evaluation is still months away, and we, we'll see what kind of shape he's in then. I'm sure if he's still you know, hurting, he may not be a number one draft pick. What do you think of the people that are blaming Saban for it? That's nuts. You know, if if he was ready to play, if the doctor said that he could play, then he should be out there playing. That he's their best player. <laughs> he should be out there playing. Right. It's it's not like he re-injured the ankle. If he re-injures the ankle, then you can question whether or not he was really ready. But this is a completely different injury, and it's kind of a freak injury. I mean, he, you know, he's going to the ground and he lands on his knee, you know, straight up ninety degrees from the ground. And it pushes back into his hip. If he just lands any other way, not that he could control it, but if he lands any other way, any other normal way, he doesn't even get hurt. Right. So it's just a, it's a fluke injury. And, you know, I, what is Saban supposed to do? Put him in bubble wrap till he plays Auburn? It's, that's no good. He's got to stay sharp. Right. I'm with you. Jerry Palm with us. Do you think that, um, that they are still – viable for that last spot because of the way things are shaking out. How do you uh, draw it up in terms of where we're at and where we're headed in terms of this, uh, the four teams that will make the playoff? What are their chances if it all shakes out like they don't win an SEC championship? Let's say, uh, you know, you got, you know, the situation in the Pac-12. What do you think is going to play out? Well, Alabama's chances of making the playoff were not great anyway because, if they get to 11 and one, their best win is eight and four Auburn, who's probably still in the rankings. But you know, it's that's that's really their it's going to be their only win over a ranked team. It's it's just their schedule just isn't up to snuff this year. 
They didn't get a good non-conference opponent. They didn't get a good cross-division opponent. So, And then they lose to the best team they play, LSU, you know, one of the best teams in the country. And, you know, they win at Auburn. That's a, that's a really good win, but it's still all they got. Um, you know, Oregon would have lost to Auburn the first game of the season. Alabama would have beat them the last game of the season. That's a common opponent, but if Oregon's sitting there 12-1 and one and has a win over Utah, uh, which will be higher in the rankings than Auburn, um, you know, I don't know that that's enough to keep Alabama in the playoff. And Oklahoma could be ahead of them, too, and, and that's assuming there aren't upsets anywhere else. So I, I don't really like Alabama's chances regardless, uh, but I think they're a lot smaller now that Mac Jones has to be the quarterback. The first time he's playing a team with a pulse uh, is at Auburn against that defense. So, uh, Jerry Palmer to CBSSports.com. Carver High said that he thinks that Mac is a guy that uh, if you go to Alabama, even if you're the backup at Alabama, you're still probably, he would assume, that he's better than most of the other quarterbacks in the SEC, frankly, that it might even be starters because Alabama's recruiting is such blue-chip ridiculousness. Do you believe that that kid can finish out the season for them and, and do a great job? Well, I'm not going to say he can't, but we don't know. We haven't seen it. And the only similar situation we've had in the playoff era was the very first year. So JT Barrett leads Ohio State on this terrific season. Uh, They're 11-1 after they beat Michigan, but he gets hurt late in that game, and he's out. And then Cardale Jones steps in, and we know nothing about Cardale Jones, nothing. But he goes out and beats Wisconsin 59 to nothing, and Ohio State stays in the playoffs. So if Mac Jones leads Alabama to a win at Auburn against that defense, then I think we can safely say Alabama is what we thought they were before, or certainly no worse because he went in and won the game. But that doesn't necessarily make them a playoff team because they may not be better than the competition anyway. So you believe, uh, Jerry Palmer, is that uh, Penn State will uh, – I see that you took uh, Ohio State and dropped the 18. You believe that, that – obviously you don't believe it's going to be a good game. I don't think it's going to be a good game for long. I don't know. I've been watching Penn State. You know, I watched them play Minnesota. I watched them play Indiana. They've got a problem. They can't tackle in space. Their back seven isn't, isn't making tackles. The first guy is missing. And Indiana's receivers and Minnesota's very good receivers were getting by them. Well, you know, Ohio State, if you can't tackle in space, you're not going to tackle their receivers and you're not going to tackle their running backs and you're going to get smoked. So they have to play a lot better. And I don't know, is Hamler going to play? Is K.J. Hamler going to play? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure. I don't know how their offense is going to function either because he's really their top weapon on offense. So I, I'm not optimistic for Penn State. I think if someone's going to give Ohio State trouble, it's Michigan, not Penn State. You know, uh, he got hurt in that Indiana game, so I don't yeah. know I don't know how bad it is. Do you um, – I got to tell you, I watched that game. I was stunned and how good Indiana played football. Like, the, you know, you and I both know they their football program has been laughable for 50 years. And uh, since 1967, I think they made the Rose Bowl. They have sucked yeah. the entire time I was there. I stopped going to the games. They were when so Bill bad. Mallory coached, they were, they were pretty decent. Right. When Bill Mallory was there. But yeah, I was there for that. It's been a long dry spell. It, this is probably the best Indiana team in in quite a while, although I don't consider that to be much of a standard. Do you believe, well, screw you, Jerry. Do you believe that, because uh, Jerry's a Purdue guy, screw you, Jerry, again, I say it. Uh, do you believe that uh, Indiana in Bloomington can give Michigan a game? Um, I, about a month ago, I would have said 
guess. I think Michigan's playing really well right now. Unless Michigan, you know, caught napping because they're looking ahead. And if they if they are, then I think Indiana has a shot. But Michigan's playing really well right now. And uh, it's like since the second half of that Penn State game, it's like the lights went on finally for Michigan. And uh, if they continue to play like that, I think it's going to be a long day for Indiana. So you have LSU dropping 44 to Arkansas. Yeah, I don't know how they can avoid it. <laughs> and then I mean, Arkansas, Arkansas is a hot. They're the records of the SEC, man. That that team is a hot mess right now. And uh, yeah, I don't know what they've got. I mean, the LSU, you know, unless they just sleepwalk through it, and you know, but I don't see how how they can avoid covering points. And, and you have Wisconsin blowing out Purdue. Yeah, because that, it's just a really bad matchup. The physicality of Wisconsin with Purdue's freshmen all over the field. Jonathan Taylor averages 250 yards a game against Purdue, better Purdue defenses than the one they're going to see right. this weekend. I, I, that's bad. I <laughs> what do you get out of there without a you know, busload of injuries. Jerry's going to spit on the ground right now thinking of uh, that, that Boilermaker's chances. Do you think, I'm actually uh, going to be in Madison on Saturday, but I'm not going to the game. Jesus. What are you going to a frat party, Jerry? No, I'm visiting my son. All right. Do you, do you uh, what, your communist son, backstabber, didn't go to Purdue? He went to Wisconsin? Rose Holman. What? He, he lived up there. He's graduated. He lived. All right. All right. Well, God bless you. Uh, let me ask you this question. What do you think of Wiseman? I, I think that's a good deal for him that he's going to be able to play conference ball and, and conference tourney and NCAA tournament. Like, I, everyone thought he was done for the year and going to the NBA draft. That's a great deal they gave him. Yeah, so, of course, they're fighting it um, because, well, I guess that's what people do now. But I I think that uh, it's about the best they could have really expected. He gets he loses about a third of his season, and he gets to play in the conference games. He gets to play in the NCAA tournament, and I don't think it affects Memphis's long-term prospects really at all in, in terms of being able to be competitive in March. So, yeah, I think it works out pretty well. Uh, who's fighting it? He is or, or... – uh, Memphis is fighting that they so think apparently, he... Apparently they're going to appeal the suspension. Oh, please. They they should be so lucky that uh, he got a, 11 games because uh, they could have lost him for the whole year. Yeah, I don't think the, I don't think that appeal is going to go as well as Memphis would like. Do you think they're any good? And how good do you think he is? Well, he's terrific. You know, he's probably going to be the number one pick in the draft. Uh, how good Memphis is going to be, I, don't, I haven't had a chance to see him play yet. Um, and, and frankly... It's going to be hard to tell until he comes back and we start seeing him, you know, integrated into their lineup and, and what they look like for a month or so. It'll probably be March before we really know how good Memphis is. So, I, you know, I'm going to uh, Vegas tonight for the Wilder-Ortiz fight on Saturday, and I just, you know, the more I look at this week's college football games, I want to hurl. They're just not good. No, I, I'm with you. It, it, uh, I mean, Ohio State-Penn State should be good. You know, I mean, that's top ten matchup. I mean, that's the kind of game – you should get excited about it, and then you see an 18-point line, and you think, yeah, you know. I mean, Ohio State, by the way, if Penn State only loses by 18, that'll be the most competitive game Ohio State's had all year. They haven't won by fewer than 24 points. I know. They're averaging over 40-point margin of victory. This is this is a historic evisceration of a schedule <laughs> that Ohio State is doing right now. I think they've been yeah. great. I think that Day's, Day's offense is exciting. I can't believe how well they've done with him. It's been good, too. That's the thing. It's not just the offense. I mean, right. Look at LSU against the better teams they've played. 
their offense is still putting up numbers, but the defense has given up, you know, right. 41 to Bama, 38 to Texas, you know. Right. There's still – the defense gives up numbers. Right. Ohio State's defense isn't giving up anything either. Yeah, they're awesome. Hey, Jerry, great stuff tonight. We'll catch up real soon. Thanks for coming on the bench. All right, take care. All right, Jerry Palm of CBSSports.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.